live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of the Fine Print and the Entree Leadership Podcast, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Lauren is in Atlanta starting off this hour. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Dave? Better than we deserve. How can we help? Um, well, I will try to keep this short. Um, my husband and I are currently upside down in the house that we're in, and the mortgage is in my name, and I'm just uh, desperate to find options besides bankruptcy, but uh, wondering if you think I, I should just go ahead and file bankruptcy. Are you behind? No, sir. Um, the house... How well, much is your payment? Um, it is 750 um what do you owe on the house? Hundred and fifteen thousand. Okay. And what is what do you think it's worth? Well, that's the thing. Um, so back in two thousand eight, um, I put a lot of money in the house because my grandmother insisted on staying there um, until she passed. That was always what her goal was, and so the house was very under, you know, in bad shape then. But just wanted to honor her, so put um, had a friend that helped me kind of put work into the house. I was unaware that the work that was being done wasn't done properly. Um, for instance, they put a new kitchen on a rotted subfloor. Um, the sills in the house are rotted. Um, there's wood-eating fungus that's um, destroyed the, the base of the house. Um, it's just it, the house is sick. We had to move out about a year and a half ago. For our health, we were losing our hair, and our dog was getting sick as well. And so we've been paying rent and paying the mortgage, um, thinking that we, you know, we could just kind of. Be Have positive you had anybody and- look at it to tell you what it's worth in in the crummy condition that it's in? So it's worthless. Um, no, and we've been told no. not to put another dime into it. And no. stop, stop, I'm stop with the drama. Have you had anybody okay. that's a professional real estate person or investor look at it and tell you what it's worth? We've had several people. Um, and, and they say it's worth zero. No. Well, 40000 is what the land is worth. Um, so that's what I mean. We're upside down. I don't mean to dr- be dramatic. It's kind of. Well, it's not. Dramatic. You said it's worthless. That was dramatic. It is not the worthless. House, it's worth 40000 bucks. Okay. So it's. Or more. Worth anything, or more. Sir, but the land is. is Worth forty thousand. How much land is involved? Five point eight acres. Where? In Atlanta. Um, it's actually outside of um, outside Atlanta. Uh, closest big city I would say is Atlanta, um, but Athens, outside of Athens, Georgia. So a rural community. Yes, sir. Okay. Do you have homeowners insurance? I do. Um, and back in 2015, I tried to contact them to see if they would help with the mold. I had some of the mold remediated, um, and it worked temporarily. Um, but it's, uh, who, it's back. who do you owe the money to? Um, the mortgage company currently is Regions. Regions yeah. is, Bank. It, is it an FHA loan, a VA loan, or a conventional loan? 
I believe it is a conventional, but I'm not 100%. Okay. And what is your household income? Uh, my husband and I make around 30000 currently. Um, okay. You are not bankrupt, but you are in a mess. You already knew that. Yes, sir. You already knew that, okay? Yes, sir. So worst case scenario is you get foreclosed on because you quit paying payments on this today. And um, worst case is. Uh, okay. The uh, I would go ahead and contact regions and say, I'm done. The house is falling in. I can't fix it. I only make $30,000 a year. Put me in touch with your short sale department. Okay. Get in touch with a real estate agent at RamseySolutions.com and interview some of our ELPs, our endorsed local providers. Ask them when you're interviewing them if they have any experience with a short sale. Okay. Very few short sales in today's world, but you have a house that has rotted down and lost its value and you've got basic yes, structural sir. thing. It just needs a stick of dynamite thrown in it. I hear you. It's over. Yes, sir. It wasn't a great house to start with, and then it's gotten yes, worse. Sir. And so yes. here's what's going to happen. Let's pretend that 40000 is a real number. I'm not positive it is. Okay. That means this land is worth less than $10,000 an acre. I suspect you probably get more than that for it. It's in a floodplain. I, I forgot to tell you that. Um, the whole thing? The railroad. The railroad expanded, well, the DOT expanded the highway in front of the house years ago. We, we happen to the be whole five spot. acres is in a floodplain? No, no, oh, sir. Okay, no, that's, sir. that's what but I was asking. the house has been flooding under there for, for many yeah. years. Uh, that's okay. The house is gone. So here's yes, what's going to happen. The real estate agent gets you an offer of forty or $50,000, but you okay. owe... What'd you say? 150, 115, 115, 115. Then that offer goes to regions and regions can decide if they want to accept that. Okay. And if they accept that wow. offer, then they forgive the rest of the loan. Now here's the okay. word you must remember. The phrase okay. you must remember. This is a short sale without recourse. Without recourse. Which Thank means they you. can't come back after you for the difference in the 115 and the 50 grand you get for it. Okay. But if they get 10,000 bucks an acre out of this, that'd be 50 grand. And they take that offer to regions. Regions says, Hey, look, after we foreclose on and we take this property back, we're not going to get 115 for it. We're going to get 50 for it. Then we've got to go sue this woman named Lauren who makes $30,000 a year, at which point she'll file chapter seven bankruptcy and we're going to get nothing. So we're just going to take this. Okay. That's what a short sale is. That's how the logic okay. works. But you've got to have an agent that knows how to make that pitch to regions and work through the regions mess. And regions is no yes, picnic sir. to work with. They're a pain in the butt. But oh, maybe you could, they just are. It's a stupid bank. So, um, <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing. Quit paying payments. A. B. Wow. Number two, get a real estate agent. That'll help you with a short sale. You can do that at RamseySolutions.com. And okay. then um, C, hopefully we can get them to accept an offer from an investor or a local guy who wants to just farm it and push the house down or whatever, right? Maybe yes, your next-door neighbor wants the property. Um, yes, and they'll accept it without recourse. Okay. That Thank way they you, don't sir. chase you for the difference, kiddo. But this is going to be a – it's going to take six months to a year. 
of your life of screwing with this. But all that time, you're going to be saving 750 bucks a month because you ain't paying any more payments. Mm. If they do come around and foreclose and come after you, you can deal with it then. Settle with them on that. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. You hear me say all the time that everyone needs a will, and it's true. It's a basic adult responsibility. There's just no good excuse not to have one. You've also heard us recommend an online will as the fastest, most cost-effective way to get your will taken care of. But I get a lot of questions about a simple online will. Is that right for everyone's specific situation? I get that. What if you need a trust or you need a mirror will or what kind of powers of attorney do you need? With those questions in mind, our team built a quiz to help you find the right option. Do you need a mamabearlegalforms.com well online or do you need an attorney? We'll tell you. We don't mind telling you. We want you to get the right thing in your situation. After taking this quick, easy, free quiz, we'll direct you to the way you need to go. But either way, you're going to end up with a will at the end of this story, okay? Take the quiz to figure out what kind of will you need. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash Will's Quiz. Will's Quiz. And that's not with an apostrophe because Will didn't do the quiz. But it's a Will's Quiz to check it out for yourself. RamseySolutions.com slash Will's Quiz. Our question today comes from Blinds.com. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means even if you mismeasure, you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. You'll get free samples, free shipping. And with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best possible deal. Today's question comes from Debbie in Los Angeles. She said, my husband and I have $230,000 in our 401k. We switched to a money market plan about seven years ago because we're both in our mid-50s. Good Lord. The CFO at his work is now trying to convince him to go back into mutual funds. He went as far as to tell him that we missed out on $59,000 in 2021. He's right. I'm not buying it. You're we wrong. lost almost all of our 401k in 2008 with this man telling us it would go back up and to stop watching it. I don't want to ever watch that train wreck again. Why would the CFO be pushing for us to risk our retirement fund? <laughs> oh, boy. Where to start with Debbie? Sweet Debbie. <laughs> Sweet Debbie. Little Debbie. Little Debbie. All right. Well, little Debbie's got a cake. Yeah. Uh, I'm with the CFO on this one. I think he's trying to help you retire with dignity. 
and not lose out big because you jumped off the roller coaster mid-ride. And clearly, they're spook day from 2008, which is understandable. <laughs> but to be in a money market account, which means it's just sitting in cash for seven years, losing against inflation, making 0%, that's a bad plan if you want to retire, ever. All right, Debbie. You can't win at investing being drama Debbie. And you're being drama Debbie. You did not lose your entire 401k in 2008. The stock market did not go to zero. It went in half. And so if you took out, if you had $400,000 at the beginning and you moved it to money markets at the very bottom, which makes you the world's worst timing, then you've got 230000 So that means you lost half of your money. You can't say we lost almost all. No, you did not. Not if you were in a mutual fund. It's actually mathematically impossible that you would have lost almost all of it. There is not a group of mutual funds that suck that bad. That it went down 90% while the market went down 50%. It went from the Dow went from 13,000 to 6500. I know I was there. My investments did the exact same thing. I was here on the radio sounding just exactly like your CFO. Don't jump off the train. No one gets hurt except those that jump off in the middle of a roller coaster. Ride the ride to the end. Now, if you had not dropped off, jumped off the train at the bottom, you would not have lost half of your money because in just a few months, the Dow was back to where it was pre-2008. Oh, and by the way, it was at 13000 Then it went to 6500 You know it's over 30000 today, Debbie. And so you would have had not 200000 You would have had $1.2 million right now if you had 230000 at the bottom in 2008 and you had left it in there, you'd have $1.2 right now. You didn't lose 59000 Debbie. You lost a million dollars. Ouch. You're being a Debbie Downer, Dave. I want you to know that. I'm downing Debbie. That's me, uh, Debbie. We're just having some fun here. We're picking on you. But anyway. That's the yeah. math. I mean, it's true. That's exactly. People are scared I, to so invest. I don't know... Um, with this man telling us it would go back up and to stop watching it. Well, I don't think he has any ulterior motives. It went back up, Debbie. Um, the CFO is not making money from you being in a mutual fund. Or in the 401k. CFOs don't get commissions guy. on 401ks. None whatsoever. He's just trying to help. And the way that he's trying to give you the essence and the nuances of the market. And so, um, and then the market's back down. It's tra it's trashed right now. It's, it's horrible right this second. And, um, I mean... Yeah, yeah. You, you, everybody's employed, and nobody's making money in the stock market. Biden could screw up Christmas, but um, the uh, yeah, but but doesn't matter. You know what I'm doing this month? I'm not taking it out. It's on sale, Debbie. Ukraine, the time. Ukraine. Uh, Elon Musk is buying the world. Uh, what else is going wrong with the world? Oh, inflation. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gas, housing market, you name Pre it. President can't string a sentence together. Uh, yeah, I mean, these are the things that are happening out there. And so the stock market's going, I'm so scared, and it's going down, right? So you know what I'm doing? Investing. You know what I do when it goes up? Invest. You know what I do when it goes down? I invest. Why? Because the worst movement in the stock market's history other than the Great Depression was 2008. And Debbie, apparently, if I'm reading this right, you managed to take your money out at the exact worst time. I mean, you you really hit it amazingly bad. 
So you panicked at exactly the wrong time. You should have panicked earlier or later or something. But it, oh my gosh! What's the quote? It's uh, not about timing the market. It's time in the market. It's consistency. Yeah, exactly. Just leave it alone. So keep investing. Yeah, you would. You lost out on fifty nine thousand in twenty twenty one, but you've probably lost close to a million dollars if you took this out at the bottom of the crash after oh eight and moved it to money markets and have made no money on it since. Meanwhile, my money's gone up five x 5x since the bottom of the 2008 crash really almost 6x technically um i mean the dow's down a little bit right now but i mean it was up to 38,000 which would have been 6x oh yeah so um so that's why debbie that's why because you're not really risking your retirement fund if you quit taking it out at the bottom you're risking not being able to retire yeah. you got two hundred thousand dollars at retirement yeah I mean, let, look at this, okay? Here's another thing. This is for everybody. We're, we're using Debbie as an example, bless her heart, but you walked into it, Debbie. So um, if the analysis I gave you is exactly half wrong, in my case, I'm, I'm, I'm half, I'm off by 50% in the little math formula I just did on the air, okay, which I'm not, but let's just say I'm off by that much. And you didn't have a million two. You're off by fifty percent. You'd have six hundred thousand. It's still almost three times more than you've got today. So this would have your CFO would have had to been dramatically, drastically wrong, like wrong by thousands of percent, for you to end up with less than you do now. Yeah, that's why he would be pushing for you to risk your retirement fund. Uh, you are perceiving more risk with your emotions than are, is actually mathematically there. That's what we're saying. That's the summary. And if I'm Debbie, I'm sitting down with a SmartVestor Pro to educate myself on what would have happened if I left my money there, ride the ride, educate myself on what I'm actually investing in so I can make that decision. Right now, she needs that kind of coach. She's freaked out. Yeah, and you know, George, that um, thing we were talking about the other day, um, there is a mutual fund that opened in, in 1934. Mm-hmm. Um, it has averaged, since 1934, 12.25% interest, or rate of return. The number of years, 87 years it's been open, the number of times it's been down, 16. Wow. 16 years out of 87 it was down. The other year, 71 years it was up. So that's the type of thing that should be in your in your mutual funds, in your... 401k and that's even safer than the market yeah you got to have a long-term mindset this is the ramsey show personality is my co-host today sarah is with us in maryland sarah it says on my screen you're debt free congratulations hi thank you so much dave yes way to go how much did you pay off 
I paid off $43,000. Good for you. And how long did that take? About a year and five months. All right. Way to go. And your range of income during that time? Well, I uh, started out at zero. I had to make my first payment out of my very meager savings. And then I started my job later that month at 87000 And now I make ninety-two. Awesome. Cool. What do you do for a living? I work for the government. I'm a cyber planner. Ooh, nice. And your debt, the 43000 what was it? That was all student loans, Dave. So you came out of school and a year and a half later jumped on it and it's done. Is that the story? Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. What made you decide to jump on it so hard? I didn't want to turn out like my parents. And, you know, 55, still paying on their student loans. I, I just wanted something different for myself. Yeah. Well, what made you think you could actually do this? Uh, a really big part of it is thanks to my boyfriend and his parents. Uh, they followed your plan to get out of their debt, and they taught me everything they knew. And I was like, hey, I think I can do this. That's cool. I'm impressed. Way to go, boyfriend and parents. Excellent job. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 25. Okay. So you're not waiting on the government to forgive your student loans, huh? <laughs> I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? No way. Let me just, like, I want to sleep at night. Let me just get this done with. Wow. Done. You're close enough to D.C. to know it's never going to happen. That's what it is. <laughs> that too. There we go. There's the real answer. You're amazing. I Way love it. Well, congratulations, Sarah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. How's it feel? It is incredible. You know, like a huge weight off my shoulders. 10000 of that 43 was all interest that accumulated. And to just not have that anymore, it just it's crazy. It's so great. That's so fun. Good for you. Good for you. you got to also kind of feel like accomplished, like confident. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I like to stay humble, but I really have to hype myself up sometimes to see, like, you know, I, I did this. Yeah. I actually did this. There's I a dignity it to it. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't think I really could, but I, I was determined, and that mm. determination carried me. Well, this is your chance to brag right here on this call, and we're here proud of you. <laughs> we're, so, we're, we're here to brag on you. you. We think you're amazing. Way to go, 25-year-old paid off your debt. <laughs> you didn't have to have somebody do it for you. You threw your shoulders back and knocked it out. Way to go, kiddo. <laughs> pop, pop. I love it. So what, Excellent. <laughs> what kind of sacrifices did you make along this uh, journey, Sarah? Well, I certainly learned a lot about delayed gratification. Uh, I, you know, I had to push certain things off to the next month. I didn't always buy the newest video game or I didn't always go to the movies with my friends. Um, I put about a full paycheck and a little bit more every month to my student loans. And, you know, I could have been wasting that on like a new car or a better apartment. <laughs> yeah. You come out of college with a great income. You think, well, now's my chance to really show everyone all of my success. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that is a lot, a lot of people did, but you know, I, I just kept it like really down low. I liked what I have and I, I stuck with it. So wow. I'm guessing your boyfriend and his parents were cheering you on. What other cheerleaders did you have? Uh, well, my sister definitely. Uh, but other than my sister, it was pretty much just my boyfriend and his parents. They, they were there every step of the way. And I would send them the screenshots of my payments so that they could, you know, tell me how proud they were and I could I could feel good about it. Good for you. Well done. Hee <laughs> I love it. <laughs> excellent, excellent job. Okay, now that you've done it, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Determination and sharing rent. Absolutely. Ah. If you have an apartment by yourself and you have a spare room, 
you're wasting money. Uh, you know, uh, just get someone else in that spare room. Share your apartment. Now, how how did you screen your roommate here. to make sure crazy didn't come in there? Well, my roommate's my boyfriend, so, <laughs> so there's that. Um, That's one method of screening. <laughs> exactly, right? You know. Hopefully, he's not we, crazy. We waited a couple years. You know, I got the full. Make sure he's good. <laughs> and he's a Ramsey kid too, so yeah. You know, there you go. No, he's a financial peace kid. He's not. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. He doesn't not even one have a credit days. score. Yeah, he has but... no credit card, no credit score. Wow. Good. Good for you. Way to go, Sarah. Excellent <laughs> job. We got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you, a best-selling book, and that's the next chapter in your story. Also, we're going to send you a one-year membership to uh, Financial Peace University in Every Dollar and Ramsey Plus. And on top of that, we're going to send you a copy of the Total Money Makeover to give away. And uh, you've already lived a lot of this, and uh, your boyfriend certainly knows a bunch of it, but you guys can enjoy the going through the class together, hopefully, as you're married and and, uh, move on to the next phases of your life. Congratulations. We're very proud of you. All right, Sarah (laughs) in Maryland paid off $43,000 in one year and five months, making zero to 87 to 92. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. I'm dead free! Yeah! That's how it's done right there. Whoop, whoop. Wow. She wasn't going to wait on no one to pay off her debt and live her life. She said she wants to sleep at night. If I thought they would listen to them, I would send 2,000 of those debt-free screams from 25-year-olds that we've done to Washington so they would know that the debt that student loans don't have to be forgiven. Mm. If There's we another quit way. telling people that they can never get out, instead tell them they can get out, quit stealing their hope with politics, then we'd be okay. But instead we have to go, oh, you're pitiful. You can't make it without me. I'm in the government. I'm well, how else to- are they going to get their vote? How, yeah, how else am I going to get your vote if I don't buy it? So, oh, and, and I have to run, you know, but she's got dignity. Yeah. I mean, she has the power. She's she, unstoppable she now. controlling her life, not waiting on someone else to control her life. That's so cool. Megan is with us. Megan is in Minneapolis. Hi, Megan. How are you? Uh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, so I just started a business this year. Um, I have a part-time job right now in that same industry on the side. I'm on baby steps four, five, and seven, and I'm wondering now that I'm done with my school, um, is it a horrible idea for me to quit this part-time job to make more room for my kids this summer, or should I focus on building um, my business um, or make more room to build my business, or should I keep my job until I get more clients for my business? Are you married? I am, yep. What does your husband make? So he makes about 35 a year. Okay. And what do you make at your job? So my part-time job, I make $1,300 a month. I haven't done my calculation. Right. And what do you make on your business? Um, $1,100 a month. Okay. So you're going to cut your income by 25% when you do this, unless you, unless you increase your business size, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. And I'm the only reason why I ask or that I'm kind of, I would really like to cut this off is because so for the past couple of years, I've been doing full-time work, full-time school. You know, I had my daughter, I didn't take a semester off. 
you know, to have her, things like this. And I'm, I think I'm officially, I'm just kind of maybe hustled out a little bit right now at the moment. How many hours and a week are you I working? Also, so I, I mean, right now I'm, I'm working about like 45, 50 hours a week. So, I mean, honestly, not like super overworking it on, I mean, if I will be honest, it's okay. more so my business is more um, kind of like night weekends and my part-time job is more like in the, in the day. I just don't, the 50 hours a week to make 28 grand isn't worth it, even between your part-time job and the side hustle. I'd get both of these things up. Really? Might so, consi- yeah, um, you might tra- consider a different career, one where you can make some money if you can't get your business going. That's not enough to live off of. But I'd get your business rolling, what I would do. If you like the business, I'd get it up and running and get it running where you can make some good money on it at 40 hours a week. And nor- get the husband's normal income Normal working up. hours. And... Um, you know, I, I think that's it. I think I think George is on to something here. And if you can't do that, then you probably ought to look at a different career. Because you're not really making much money. That's what it comes down to. You wouldn't be so dadgum tired if you're making uh, 130000 instead of 30000 This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Proverbs 19, 23. The fear of the Lord leads to life, then one rests content, untouched by trouble. Albert Einstein says, whoever is careless with the truth in small matters cannot be trusted in important affairs. No doubt about it. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Paul is with us in Jackson, Mississippi. Hey, Paul, how are you? Doing all right, man. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, I've I've come into a a, a predicament here that um, a lot of people don't don't get the chance to do. Um, here in about four months, I'm going to be receiving a check for about one point two million dollars. Wow! Um, I'm How'd that, where'd that come yeah. from? <laughs> um, a, a a land deal. Okay, so you you had a piece of land that you sold, and it's gonna you're gonna net you one point two million. Well, actually, it, it's sort of like a finder's fee. I found some land, took it to a developer. Um, it was worth a lot of money, um, and he's going to turn it around. So that's going to be my percentage of the profit. Wow, very nice. Okay, I hate it when that happens. Good job. <laughs> if you find any more, let me know. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> How can we help? But yeah, um, I'm I'm 27. Mm-hmm. Um, I have about fifty thousand dollars in debt, mm-hmm. um, and taking in this kind of money, it, it's great, but it's also kind of scary because I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of wisdom. Um, sh- it's why it's wise <laughs> to be scared. If you were uh, strutting around acting like you knew what to do and you'd never done it before, that would be the the first sign you were going to lose the money. So, um, really good, really good position to take a healthy kind of fear not not toxic fear not being anxiety ridden or something but uh just going ah this scares me a little bit like this is a really powerful car and i'm not that great a driver yet right yeah cool so should should i should i 
I don't own a home mm-hmm. right now. Um, I'm renting. Mm-hmm. Should, should I should I take um, I don't know two hundred thousand and put it down on a house, mm-hmm. or should I mean should I, should I reinvest this money mm-hmm. or you know? And I have a I have a day job as well. All this side income that I have is is working from four thirty to ten o'clock at night and on Saturdays and Sundays. Wow, not um, a bad side been, hustle. <laughs> yes, I know. I've, I've always been really driven. Um, and I'm so. Just, what do you make I, a I, year I on your day job? Seventy thousand. Okay, and you're used to living on that. Oh yes. Okay. All right. Well, you can do a lot of different things, Paul. Um, I'll give you a couple of things that. Uh, first, let me throw some just basic ideas at you. And then I'll throw some conceptual ideas at you as well. Okay. Basic idea is um, ride check, pay off the debt. Okay. Okay. You, you said you had 50000 in debt, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So you write a check and you pay off the debt. That's thing one. <clears throat> thing two is you need to sit down with a, ta- a good tax pro and calculate what the taxes are going to be on this. And then just set that aside and pretend like it's not yours because it's not yours. Mm-hmm. you're going to get in a pinch if you start screwing around with a portion of this that is taxes. So just set aside an account over there and be ready for next April when it rolls around uh, and hold on the money as okay. long as you can hold on to it, but just put it in a money market account and pretend like you don't own it anymore. And that's going to be okay. a substantial amount of money. I figured it would be around 250 Yeah, I think probably three, Maybe I think it's, it's probably 300 Yeah, but sit down okay. with your tax pro and calculate it exactly and set that aside. Okay. And then that tells you what you got to work with. Okay, so let's call it three hundred, and then let's uh, call the other fifty, and that gets us down to eight fifty. Okay, correct. Um, and uh, what would you, if you were going to buy a home, do you want a house? You know, not necessarily. Um, not not in the market that it is right now. Um, I don't want to pay. You know, I don't want to pay three hundred thousand dollars for a house that's worth one hundred seventy. Honey, it's worth three hundred. Uh-huh. It's not worth one seventy five. Okay. It's not coming back down. Okay. The real estate prices have retreated in the history of the United States never. Okay. Long term. Well, that makes me a little bit more comfortable. I mean, we had one retreat in the 30s, and it came back up. We had another retreat in the 08, and it came back up. And those are the only two times it ever went backwards, and it came back up. Uh, and so okay. we're not we're not going to see a retreat in a, as a result of this mess we're in right now, but we are going to see a slowing in growth. So, but you're a single twenty seven year old guy. You may not want to screw with a house. You may want to get you a nice condo where you don't have to mess with mm-hmm. stuff, right? I don't know what your living situation is, but I would go pay cash for a residence. Okay, whatever that is. And so let's call that three hundred. That still leaves you five fifty laying around. What are you driving? Mm-hmm. What are you driving? Um, I've got a, uh, 2018 F-250. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's where all my debt is. Okay. I was going to oh, say. Oh, that's, that's sounds... the truck. Okay. So you paint off the truck, keep the truck. It's a great car. Keep it. Okay. What's your I suggestion? It. Well, beyond that, I mean, you can always park extra money in a high yield savings account and use it towards your next goal. So I love the idea of getting a reasonable residence. Let's pay off all the debt. Let's put, let's get our emergency fund in place. So set aside maybe, you know, 20, 30 K over here for that. And beyond that, Look at what your next goals are. Maybe you want to do real estate investing and you want to pay cash for that. Maybe you want to go on some vacations. Um, maybe you want to set it aside because you don't know what's going to happen in the next five years. Maybe you, you meet someone, you get married. And so I like the idea of parking a lot of this aside once we have our house paid for. Yeah, nothing okay. wrong with that at all. Here's the thing. If you want to deal with the fear 
Like sometimes I talk to someone that's inherited $2 million or something, and they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know anything about money. And so, uh, you know, you th- we put them through Financial Peace University immediately, which we're going to do for you. Okay, I'm going to pay for you to go through it because I want you to get the basics on handling money down. And then you kind of build yourself a little board of directors for this million-dollar business. And the board of directors is a good insurance agent, a good estate planning attorney that helps you get a will in place, a good tax mm-hmm. tax professional in your corner. Uh, sounds like you already know a lot about real estate, uh, but you may, you know, if you want to put a real estate person in your corner, that's fine. But you put some experts around you that will teach you different things that you need to know uh, to be able to do things that you don't know how to do. Um, my, for instance, my estate plan is very complicated. Um, there's no possible way I could have invented with my knowledge base, my estate plan. So I have paid an estate planning lawyer a lot of money to keep my mm-hmm. family from having to pay tens of millions of dollars in taxes after I die. Cause they tax you twice in the U S now. Cause if you're rich, you are, okay. must be evil and you should be punished. So, um, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, that's an example. I don't do my own taxes. Uh, and I, I could probably muddle through, but I probably miss some stuff. I don't pull my own teeth either. So, um, you know, that, that's the thing you're dealing with. So, you know, you kind of get some advisors around you so that you've got, and you don't have to pay them anything. They're just there and you develop a relationship and get maybe a good, maybe meet with one of the smart investor pros about investing in mutual funds. You may want to take that half million and you may be a real estate guy that wants to do some deals and just do them all with cash. And you can't mess them up if you're doing them with cash. Uh, because there's, I've never seen a single piece of real estate in my life go to zero. Uh, and you know, it's not, it doesn't, it's not Bitcoin. I mean, it can't go to zero. So, uh, you know, if you want to buy a piece of land and you want to fool with it, flip it over, you want to buy a property and flip it, uh, or you want to buy some properties that create income. That's all. Okay. Uh, good news about Jackson, Mississippi. It is a reasonable real estate market, uh, much more so than a lot of areas of the country. So, um, a lot of stuff you can do there. You, you got a lot of options. Congratulations, sir. That's amazing. Very proud I of you. I want this to set him up for the future. I mean, he's 27. Yeah. And if he manages this money well, he's going to be able to retire early, do whatever he wants to do. Well, I mean, if you invest a half million job. dollars and you made 10% of it, that's 50000 a year. That's not bad. You know, and you got taxes on that and other stuff. And it won't be 10% a year every year, but you can make 10% average. But he can time. about replace his income if he yeah, invests get, this. get real close. And if you left it alone, you know, it'll double every seven years. So in seven years, he's 27. When he's 34, he'd have, you know, he'd have a million. And uh, so when he's 41, he'd have two million. Wow. And just, just off of that. That's so incredible. That's, you know, that's something to think about. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that, but again, that's investing it in mutual funds, leaving it alone. If you're going to fool with real estate, you can probably make more than that, but you got more hassle and expertise involved. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Dave here. We just launched a brand new audience survey for the Ramsey Show, and we'd love your feedback. You could be entered to win a $500 Visa gift card. No purchase necessary. Take the survey at RamseySolutions.com slash survey.